Hi everybody, welcome once again to another Bible study here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. I am, and I am so excited that you decided to join me tonight. I'm here in the church and I am all by myself, I know it. But it's Thursday night and I wanted to bring you this word from the Lord. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna continue, we'll probably continue to let these videos roll out on Thursday probably they may next week, maybe Wednesday, but probably Thursday. Uh, I'll keep these videos rolling to you uh, in the midweek, give you any type of updates um, that are needed. To those of you that are watching that are members at our church, Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center, I love you guys so very much. And I want you to know that I'm praying for you. As a matter of fact, I'm here right now because of you. And I want to give you this encouraging word, letting you know, of course, that we are praying for you tremendously. I miss you guys so much, but we will be together again really soon. Uh, continue to listen to and watch uh, for everybody. Listen to and watch the new series that we have going on right now on Sundays, uh, which is entitled right? God's divine protection plan. I believe this Sunday we are in part number four. So check it out. Uh, in the meanwhile, make sure you use your hand sanitizers. Try not to go out that much, but we know that while you are out, that Jesus has you divinely covered and protected. So we don't have to walk around in fear. We can walk around in victory and being, uh, being a help to anyone that the Lord leads you uh, to help. Go ahead and do that because I know the Lord has you covered. Uh, and I want to say again, just use your social distancing and uh, take wisdom with you wherever you go. Let the Lord lead you and you will be just fine. And I look forward to seeing you guys really soon. If, if I can do anything for you, please let me know. Okay. All right. Well, tonight uh, we're going to start a new series on uh, these Thursdays or maybe Wednesdays. Uh, this series is entitled Peace in the Storm. How appropriate is that? Peace in the Storm. I want to show you, uh, as I'm showing myself, as the Lord is also dealing with me, how to have peace in the midst of the storm. Now to do that, we're going to have to start in Matthew, the eighth chapter, of course, Matthew, the eighth chapter. And uh, we're going to go start here, verse 23 and go on down to verse number 27. And we'll go on further. Of course, it, this is a series, so I'm not going to rush through. We're going to take our time and really just glean in the word of God. And I do believe that as we read the word that God's spirit is here with us and he's going to help us to continue to have peace in the midst of the storm. Share this video with whomever you like. Give it a thumbs up. Leave a comment if you like. Uh, but we're going to be here giving you the word. All right. Before we get started, let's go ahead and have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much in the mighty name of Jesus for this time, for this moment that you've given us to gather around your word. Lord, I pray that you would speak to us expressly by your spirit, that you would lead us into all truth, that you would show us things to come. Uh, Lord, I pray that your special blessings will be upon our family, our friends that are joining us right now. Lord, I pray that you would continue to protect them and, and cover them with your precious blood. And Lord, I thank you for your angels that you have charged to protect them in all their ways. Lord, I thank you that no evil shall befall them, neither shall any plague come nigh their dwelling. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for those words, and even in Psalm 91. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get right to it. Matthew, the eighth chapter, verse 23 through 27. And this is how it reads out of the King James Version. And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. 
And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. Oh, already that's something. We'll get to that. Uh, verse 25. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us. We perish. And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled. Look at verse 27 one more time. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? Powerful. I had to read verse 27 twice, really, because that just really stuck out to me. It just sort of hit me. It says again, the men marveled at the man. I love that. The men marveled at the man. Glorious. You know, when Jesus walked upon the face of this earth, he performed miracles, signs and wonders as a man. One of the things that he called himself was the son of man. Yes, he was the son of God and is the son of God, but he's also the son of man. Hallelujah. So he performed these miracles as a man, as a man submitted, completely submitted to God the father. And these miracles ran, uh, these miracles were performed by him, not because he was God, but because he was a spirit filled man in complete obedience to the father. In essence, he was saying, uh, the works that I do, well, you're going to do it too. And greater works than these shall you do because I go into my father. You see me do it, you'll also do it too. You know, if he did these works as God, I'm impressed, but I can't follow. But because he did them as a man, that gives us an invitation to follow him. Saying, so he's saying, in essence, hey, guys, you can do this, too. You can have peace in the midst of the storm. And also you have power over your storm. Glory to God. You know, that's one way that the enemy can defeat us, defeats us so much uh, because we think that we are without control. We don't have any power. There's nothing that we can do. And so we live hopeless and defeated lives without peace because we don't realize that Jesus has given us authority over our storms. Now, this is so powerful. I feel like I feel like I can jump and shout and do all that stuff. I do have my board with me today. Uh, so let's let's take a look at the board and and we're going to really look at that and and really just feast in it in just a minute. If we get a chance, we'll go to the board. But here again, let's go back to this. So. It says again that Jesus, here again, during the storm, during this time of storm, he was able to sleep. Now, why was Jesus able to sleep in the time of storm? Now, we'll, I really want to get into that. And really, that's going to be that whole question is going to be, I believe, the crux of the entire series. Why was Jesus able to sleep during the time of storm? Now, I believe if we go to John, the 14th chapter, verse 27, John 14, 27 gives you one very good reason why he was able to sleep in the midst of the storm. And it says this, John 14, uh, verse 27, it says, peace, I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. 
Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Okay, one reason that Jesus could have, that, that he could sleep in the storm is because he had peace, right? Makes a lot of sense. He slept because he had peace. But listen, he said, peace I live with you. And then he says, my peace I give to you. So the same peace that Jesus experienced there uh, in the boat with the, with the disciples is the same peace that he left for you and me. And that makes and that makes a lot of sense to me. I'm grateful that he didn't take that peace with him to heaven, to glory. I'm grateful that he left the peace here. Much like, and you know, some of you have already, I mean, it's there. Much like Elijah, before he ascended up uh, to glory, you remember he was taken up in a whirlwind and taken up to heaven. Uh, but Elisha was left and, and he saw Elijah go up in the whirlwind and, and he cried out, my father, my father, the, the, the chariot of Israel. And I think in the horses thereof, I believe, my father, my father. And Elijah threw the mantle down. Elijah told Elisha, if you can see me when I go, if you see me, if you see me when I go, you can have this. Uh, you get a chance to read that later. And so the mantle dropped. And so the power didn't just go up with Elijah. It remained here in the earth with Elisha. And so here's a thing that Jesus is telling us, even here in, in John, the 14th chapter, verse 27, he has dropped his mantle. He's left the mantle of power with us as he ascended. He left the mantle of power with us. Remember, Jesus told, told his disciple, he said, use my name, fellas, use my name. In other words, use that power of authority. He said, in my name, you're going to cast out devils and demons. In my name, you're going to uh, you're going to raise the dead. In my name, you're going to do many marvelous works. In my name, you'll talk to the father. And name applies uh, implies authority. Right. So he says in my name. So he left us this power of attorney. We just have to activate it and we just have to use it. And unfortunately, sometimes when we need it the most, really, we just don't think about it. We don't think about that. Jesus left us this power, left us his peace in the midst of the storm. Sometimes we just have to be reminded by the Holy Spirit that God has left you provision. He's left you peace. And I believe that's what he's doing right now. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit. Thank you so much. Thank you. He's giving us a witness and giving us a reminder that Jesus has left you peace. Let's look again at um, Matthew 8 and then we'll go a little bit further. Now it says as they all got into the ship together. So obviously Jesus is in the ship with the disciples. While the storm was going on, Jesus was asleep. The disciples were panicking. Now notice Jesus was in the boat with the disciples. So if the boat was going to go down, they all were going to go down. So they asked Jesus, why are you sleeping in this terrible time? Don't you care that we're going to die? Don't you care that don't you care if we perish? Now, they would perish. He would perish, too. But listen, because Jesus was at peace and rest, they should have taken their cues from him one by one. Maybe they should have said, hey, fellas. He's asleep. Let's rest with him. Let's be at rest with him. Hmm? Isn't that something? Let's be at rest with him because Jesus carried peace with him. 
on the inside. And when he rose up and rebuked the rebuked the wind and said, peace be still to the sea. What was he doing? He was simply releasing the peace that was on the inside of him. He released the peace into the situation. Now, this is one thing that the that the Lord also told the disciples to do. He said, boys, when you go out and I'm sending you out two by two and I don't want you to take any money bags with you. Don't take any extra stuff with you when you go. But as you go, when you go into somebody's house, this is what you say. Peace be unto this house. Peace be unto this house. And if the son of peace be present, in other words, if someone there is a child of peace, then your peace is going to remain. But if not, then let it return to you. So he told the disciples, release the peace. When you go into an environment, release the peace. Now, we can also see this in a negative sense. If someone is full of rage, full of hatred and full of bitterness, when they step into a room, you can almost sense a nasty attitude. Oh, without even seeing them. Or maybe if you even look at their face, they wear it. They have a nasty attitude before you even walk in the door. And that thing can be infectious. So in effect, if they would come in and say, Nasty attitude be with you. Nasty attitude be with you. What happens? They send it out. And if someone else there has a, a, the same type of demeanor, guess what will happen? Right. It'll jump on them and then they'll start acting up, too. Right. We can see this thing in, in the negative. It's it's like whatever's on you will gravitate to someone else. or so whatever's on them can gravitate to you. But listen, so let's see, let's take this thing in the positive sense. I mean, we are citizens of the kingdom of God and the Lord wants us to release peace everywhere we go. Peace. He wants us to release his love. He wants us to release his joy everywhere we go. That's powerful, isn't it? So what did Jesus do? He arose and released it. Now, here's one thing. You cannot release what's not in you. You can only release what's in you. You can only give what you have. Peter and John went to the temple to pray. And uh, while they were there, uh, they saw, of course, a crippled man there begging. And he asked them for silver and gold and or asked them for alms. And uh, specifically, he asked them for alms. And and they said, well, hey, silver and gold have we none, but such as we have We'll give to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up and walk. And what happened? He did walk. He they the disciples or the apostles at this point released what was in them. They released what was in them. And of course, the man benefited. But you cannot give away what you don't have. They said such as we have such as we have such as we have we release unto you. So we won't be able to release peace, love, joy. We won't be able to release these things unless they are abiding in us. So that means if the situation calls for that and if it's not in us, then we're going to have a pickle. We're, we're going to have a we're, you know, we're going to be in a pickle. But here's here's good news. The Lord left us his peace. He left us the, the comforter. So as you are born again believer, he left you his spirit. And inside of the Holy Spirit is all that you need. So we have to just access, yield to what the Father has given unto us. And one of the fruit or the attributes of the Spirit is peace. So 
The Holy Spirit is there. He is within you. The spirit of peace is within you. We've got to access. We've got to yield to his presence. Instead of being taken away by the fears of and the fears of and the torment, the panics that are going on, going on all around us, we've got to rest, learn to rest in Christ and be at peace. Glory to God. So I pray right now in the name of Jesus, if you receive this, I pray the peace of God would fill your heart and mind. I pray peace to your households, peace to wherever you're listening. Peace be unto you. Wherever you're viewing, peace be unto you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for a fresh outpouring of peace upon your daughter, upon your son that is right now watching. Peace be unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God in the highest. Well, let's go on just a little bit further before we close out tonight. I'm having a great time and, and I really do hope that you are too. All right. So again, Jesus was asleep. He wasn't playing. He was asleep in the midst of the storm while the disciples were panicking. They got Jesus up. And what did Jesus do? He released. The first thing he did was to release what was inside of him. And he calmed the storm and they marveled. Hmm? Men marveled at who Jesus was. And we still marvel at him today. Hallelujah. So again, in John 14, 27, Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Oh, the world has a tendency to give and take back or to give with strings attached. You, you ever had somebody to give you something, but you knew something else was behind it? The Lord said, hey, that's not how I give. No, he gives freely. He gives freely. He gives all things to enjoy, as a matter of fact. Uh, 27, he says again, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, rather not as, yeah, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let your heart Rather, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let me read that again. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Lord. He says, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, that word let there has to imply it's going to take our permission. Trouble has to have our permission before it enters in. Fear has to have our permission before it enters in. We've got to give it access. So really, let is talking about access. As he says, let not your heart be troubled. In other words, don't let trouble access your heart. Don't let trouble access your heart. Neither let it be afraid. Don't let fear access your heart. Now, how in the world are we going to do that? By relying on Christ. I bet you right now, if you could look into heaven, you wouldn't see Jesus freaking out at this very moment. You wouldn't see him going, oh, my goodness, what are my people going to do? What are my people going to do? He's at rest. He's at rest. He's at rest on the throne. And guess what? He's at rest in you. He's at rest. We're going to have to believe that what he said was true. As we go back to Psalm 91, he said, no evil will befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. He said that he 
will cover you with his feathers and under his wings will you trust. We're just going to have to believe what he said. Believing what he said, oh my God, will give you so much peace. The next time we come together, we're going to talk more about this, having peace in the midst of the storm. And I want to show you yet another way that we can do this. All right, but to wrap up tonight, we're going to have faith and confidence in Christ in the person of Jesus, knowing that he loves you more than you love yourself of that. You can depend on and never worry. He loves you and he's there in your home with you. Jesus said, behold, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And if you're at home or with someone else, the other believers, and you're calling on the name of Jesus, guess what? Where two or three were to gather together in his name, he's there in the midst of you. Hallelujah. Even if you're by yourself, he is still right there with you. Glory to God. And he will give you wisdom in how to handle your day to day lives. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Just be concerned about now and realize that right now he has you in his loving arms. Receive his love today. As often as you can, take communion at home. Uh, whether you have some grape juice and crackers or, break, or, or uh, grape juice and um, pita bread, have communion. Just seek the Lord and uh, honor his body and blood right there at home. Because remember, Jesus is our Passover lamb. As written, I believe, in the book of Exodus, the 12th chapter, uh, as that spirit was going through the land, as the plague was going through the land or the angel of death was going through the land, Jesus said, well, the word says that when they ate the flesh of the lamb and they applied the blood to the side posts and the doorposts of the house, well, that spirit of death came, but it passed over. It passed over that house. So as a sign of your faith in Christ, have communion, honor uh, the body and the blood of Jesus, and you're going to see great things happen. As a matter of fact, we are approaching the Passover season. Glory to God. But we don't have to wait for a physical confirmation. Jesus is our Passover. He is our Passover lamb. But when the time comes, oh, even the greater. I mean, just so much more powerful that we're actually in that season. So once again, I'll, I'll see you. We're going to end it today, but I will see you this Sunday. We're going to have another live stream. And I believe I will be in the pulpit uh, this Sunday as we go into the very next part. Actually, maybe not next part. Uh, as we go into another part of the uh, divine protection plan. So be here with me. If we can do anything for you, let us know. Uh, call me up, leave a, a comment on this video. Uh, those of you that are uh, of Kingdom Rock, you know my number, give me a call. Let me know if I can do anything for you. Uh, those of you that are, uh, that are not members of our church, you can leave a comment on this video or go to our website at kingdomrock.org and you can leave a comment there on the contact us page and we will be praying for you. Until the next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. Love you guys and we'll see you next time.